Ron and Nick's Best Friend Podcast, a show for anyone who needs a friend, where we tell how we met our best friend, the Holy Spirit, the stories of how he meets us in our everyday lives, and how you can meet him too. Is that really in the Bible? Three, two, one. Howdy. Welcome to Ron and Nick's Best Friend Podcast. We are doing the Bible study, or as we call it also, the study through John, correct? Right, because the Holy the Spirit. The Holy Spirit wrote the words that we are getting ready to read. He wrote the Bible for what purpose? Well, because he loves us, that's for sure. He loves us and he wants to have a relationship. A relationship. With us. Yeah, so we always remind ourselves before we do this that we're not we're not playing Bible trivia. We're actually trying to meet him yeah. while we have this discussion about how many verses? <laughs> Uno, ena, one. Okay. Three languages. Which doesn't spoke. intimidate us at all. We are no. professionals now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'll tell you, I was telling you this, and we'll, we'll get to it real quick. I was reading uh, last week from the beginning to where we stopped, and by doing one verse at a time, really added you know you've heard of the people saying oh yeah i've i've spent the whole year in the book of john uh, the things i learned it's unbelievable you know what i can understand it now i used to mock them like i just did and there really is a lot there if you just sit there and ask the holy spirit to go one line by one line or one verse by one verse hey, listen uh, oh I, you know that's good i want to bring that up you don't have to do it this way no, 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 no. I mean, listen, what you could do is sit down with the, the, the Gospel of John, read, read one particular story, and this chapter 11 is basically just one particular story. Yeah. And, and you can do that with other sections of the, of the Bible. You read, you read the whole thing, and then you sit down with it, and you just go, okay, Holy Spirit, wow, that was, a, that was an interesting story. What, what was the point? What was the whole big point? Because he'll do that too. Sure. I mean, this isn't the only way no, to do this. As a matter of fact, you know, as we move along in Bible study uh, or studies through yeah. things, because we don't want to be too churchy. Right, right. Nick's always very interested in not being too churchy, uh, which I am too, I guess. Uh, we may, in, we may in fact do that. I'm not talking oh, about all this. of the whole thing. Yeah, we're, what we're going to go through yeah, all of okay. all of the Gospel of John chapter 11. We've committed to that. Um, which will be amazing because I never could do that when I was preaching. I never, ever did this. I never got this far on right. any series I ever did. Right. never made it. Um, ADD, I guess. Pastoral ADD. Um, but maybe we'll do something like that. That would be interesting. You know what we could do? We could ask our tribe and say, hey, what's a story that oh. really impacts oh, you and let's do it together? Great. Great. So uh, you know, people out there in our team and our tribe, be thinking about that and let us know Um some ideas about what you would like to do together. All right, we're in chapter 11. Yep, chapter 11. We're on verse 21, as usual, because I want to be authentic. This is will be the first time I'm reading chapter or verse 21. Not that I've never read it before, but the first time in this Bible study. And Ron, look, if you look at his face, if you're watching on YouTube, he's, he's thinking that I'm scared. I'm not scared. No, I, I know you're not scared anymore. Right. Okay. Uh, we're going to go back to verse 17 again because right. this is the second half of the story. On his arrival, this is in Bethany, Jesus found that Lazarus had already been dead for in, in the tomb for four days, dead for four days. Bethany was less than two miles from Jerusalem, and many Jews had come to Martha and Mary, who are the sisters of the dead man, to comfort them in the loss of their brother. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went out to meet him, but Mary 
stayed home. This is our verse. Lord, Martha said to Jesus, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Our verse 21, again, Lord, Martha said to Jesus, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. That's what we're looking at, Holy Spirit. Connect us to yourself, uh, the life that created all life. We invite you to speak now while we talk about what you've written, and we're so glad that you wrote it. All right, we're not going to go back into how Mary was staying at home and Martha went out. That was last week. Yeah, we're, we're just going to talk right now with the 21. Lord, Martha said, well, this is what hits just, okay, you just hit it. And you would know what the translation is, but Lord, is Lord a teacher? Or is Lord the way we understand what Lord is? No, teacher, the word for teacher would have been rabbi. She could have said rabbi. Um, she could have just said Jesus, period. Um, Lord means Lord. I mean, let, let, let me look at uh, the text under the text. Okay, uh, I, mean, I got something. Okay, go ahead. Okay. It means Lord, Master, Lord of Lords. This is the way it's translated. Uh, master, Master's owner. Sir, sir, it's, it's a sign of respect, okay, obviously. Listen, I'm not trying to push the, the, the story to something else, but it almost, so she says, doesn't say Jesus, doesn't say rabbi, doesn't say teacher, she says Lord. And then she says, when Martha heard Jesus, Lord, I can lost it, doggone, okay, Lord. Lord, Martha said to Jesus, if you were here, my brother, okay, here it is. It almost, she almost, oh my God. Do you believe, she almost limits the capability of our Lord that he can't do anything. That just hit me. If I'm calling someone God, Well, that's what's interesting about the way she addresses him. Because in the Old Testament, if you see the, the word Lord capitalized. I'm cap I, I, I don't, okay. If Jesus was here, I wouldn't be saying, if you were here, he wouldn't have died. I would be saying something different. You think so? <sighs> Look, man, you're talking about people that walked around with him and watched him do things that were like inexplicable inexplicable things he 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 multiplied fish and bread and you know and and he and he did these things that are just yeah, and they, inexplicable yeah, okay you're and right you're back to that well i'm not i'm not saying you wouldn't maybe you would but i think when you the people who say well i wish i was walking around with jesus i no, wouldn't no. have done this i wouldn't right. have done that so the people who saw everything are the people in the end who ran away i mean there's nobody left okay. in the end okay so what, what I was going for was um, in the Old Testament where you see the word uh, Lord capitalized, L-O-R-D, it actually is uh, kind of symbolic or code for Jehovah, and it means God. You're saying God. Okay, in the New Testament, it's, it's not the same way. This is not, this is not God, Jesus. If you had been here, my brother wouldn't. That's not what she's saying. She's saying, Master, my Master. So she's, she's putting okay. herself okay. underneath of Jesus, subservient to him, my Master. Okay? It's a recognition of respect 
and position, but she's not calling him God. Okay. And, and I think that's really significant right there. Why? Well, because of what you just said. Because of what you just said. It's like, who is Jesus really? I There may be implied here, um, hey, um, are you God? You're my master, but I'm not sure if you're, I'm not sure who you are right now because you didn't come and my brother's dead and if you had to come, he wouldn't be dead. So are you really God? Because would God let that happen? Okay, so there's, there's a lot going on just in the, in, okay, let's, let's play it out a different way. If she'd have said, um, my Messiah, Jesus, if you had been here, my brother wouldn't have died. Actually, it doesn't fit because it's like you said, the second half would have been like, would have been like, okay, okay. that, that yeah. wouldn't fit in her head maybe. But what's going on is none of this fits in her head. Jesus loves me. I thought he was God. I think he's the Messiah, but my brother's dead. How does that add up? How does that all add up? And you've, do, do you not feel like the emotion dripping off of this? Like it's... Yeah, no. It's... It, it, it's very interesting. It's very interesting you said that because when I first, when I the split second we read it, I was I thought I was going to go. She's ticked off, and she's confronting him. Completely opposite of my first thought is I think she's confused. Mm. She's bewildered. Yeah, she doesn't know. It, it's not an attack like I thought it was going to be, or the, maybe, maybe or, it's both. Okay, I mean we off we get to that both and thing, don't we? We're like. Uh. I feel the emotion dripping off of it. It's I, emotion. I know enough about being depressed uh, and hopeless to know that that didn't extinguish my anger either. Because I was depressed and hopeless, but I was still angry at God. I'm like, why are you not doing anything about my my hopelessness and my depression? You're not. You're not. You're not here. You weren't here. You haven't been here. You're not. I, I doubt that you're here now, and anything's going to change. It. This is kind of like maybe it's hopeless anger. What's going on? Who are you really? I, I'm I'm calling you my master, so I'm at least I'm at least owning my place, and I'm in in a way I'm saying I I know you know more than me. <laughs> I know that you're Jesus, but I don't understand. And she here's the here's a beautiful thing. She she doesn't edit. What do we say all the time to people? Do not edit yourself. Don't edit yourself right. in front of God. We just did a whole episode, really good episode about truth-telling before God. Uh, and we talk about hearing from God and not editing. This is unedited, Martha. This is unedited. And I don't think you meet Jesus in another place than this. Hey, where were you? My brother is dead. If you'd have been here, in my understanding, you'd have saved the day. But you didn't. Now what? Now what am I supposed to do with you, Jesus? And she's not the only one. I mean, Here's another one that sticks out. Just popped in when you said that. I don't know the significance and why this is coming to my head, but remember, they loved each other. Lazarus loved Jesus. Jesus loved Lazarus. She doesn't say, if you had been here, your friend would have still been here. She personalizes it and says, my brother would have still been here. 
Mm. I could see in, a, in another situation saying, listen, our friend, my brother, the, our loved one is gone. Mm. No. And I'm, I'm not trying to read more into it than it really is, but it just struck me when it says my brother. I know he was your friend, but he was my brother. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that that to me is what adds to the emotion and, and the yeah. anger and the and the whole idea that it is it isn't like, hey, you let your friend die, you let my brother die. Yeah, exactly what you just said. It's you let my brother die. It's personal. It's it's it's, it's me. It's personal. Yes. Yeah, it's very personal. Which is funny because the the way that it goes, you know, the, there's psalms and I'm I'm, I'm going to draw a blank here, but there are psalms that start out like, God, where are you? Uh, you've, you've let the enemy do this and let the enemy do that and they're running and all the pagans are prospering and, and the people of God are this and that. And then the very last line or two of the psalm goes, and yet I will praise you and I will magnify your name and I will uh, lift you up. And so there's this kind of redemptive twist to the, to the end of the psalm. And what I just thought about in this is like, there's this, all of this, all this is going on and yet she's saying, I recognize your power and authority over sickness. Oh. Like, he wouldn't have died. <laughs> like, I know God is this good. God is this good. God is good enough to handle this sickness, even a grave illness. I sent for you, and I wasn't kidding. I saw him going downhill. I knew that we needed you. So I know that you're this good. Or this powerful. This powerful. You're this good and this, yeah, this powerful. I guess that's a better way of looking at it. You're this powerful. I can praise you up to here. <laughs> but now, all bets are off. Because... Well, we've done another realm here. You're, you can't... Yeah, what can you do about this? Oh, my goodness. You can't... Can anybody do anything about death? Have you ever seen a dead person? I remember the first time no, I saw stop. a dead I'm, man. Stop. I'm thinking about you. Mm. Because, and I hate to bring it all up, but you brought it up already. When you're talking about depression, I'm sure there was a time when you said, can this even be fixed? Am, am I like this for the rest of my life? Do you, do you have the power to get me through this, to heal me? Right or wrong? Um, right. I mean, not just a little right. I mean, that... I wasn't, uh, at some point in the process, I think I got down to the, you know, I... Is this too much? Huh? Is, is that, like, this is too big for you to fix? I don't know if you want to fix it. I don't know if you want me to thrive. I don't know. I, it wasn't, I, I don't think I questioned his power. I think I questioned his desire for my best life. And I was done. It was just... Uh, no, I'm, I guess I'm just going to live like this until I'm done. And, you know, I have some friends out there that I meet with uh, who are in this place. And I, and I really, really move toward them. I feel my heart moving toward them because I, I don't know what to say to it. Because I didn't know what to say to my own self. And here's the truth. There is nothing to say to it. If Jesus doesn't come, if Jesus doesn't come on the scene, and I mean in your, in your place next to the tomb where all hope is lost, if he doesn't come and say, you know, some of the things Jesus is getting ready to say, there is no hope. I mean, you could be next to a literal tomb. 
or you could be next to a figurative tomb. It doesn't matter. The only way away from that place that leads anywhere into life is Jesus and the active voice of heaven. Hey, I have it. I love you. And when I look back on it, now that you asked the question, I think there were, there were plenty of moments along the way where Jesus was coming and he was just saying just enough. He was getting there. I felt like he was way late and he was going and he was saying just enough to get through another day. Saying something. I'm like, okay, I didn't die today. I, you know, it did, but it lifted just enough and I went on. Hey, listen, this is, this is, this is reaching somebody right now. Someone needs to hear this for whatever reason because it wasn't, this was not supposed to go this direction. Hmm. You okay? No, no, I'm fine. That, that's, that's what I'm feeling. My, I'm, I have tears because I, I just really feel someone is, is listening to this and, and gravitating to what we just said. Hmm. Well, let, let's, let's put an action point to that then. If you hear this and you want us to help you um, hear from the Spirit, which we can't make Him speak, but we know we know a lot about hearing Him speak. We're learning a lot. Um, and you want to talk to us, uh, contact us, please. Love to speak to you. Love to help you. Uh, love to talk to you about your Lazarus moment and about Jesus. Um, and I, I, I would just say this. Um uh, when somebody else has hope and you don't have any, you can borrow it. You can borrow their hope. And I talked about that just for a second. Well, I did. I lived off of borrowed hope. I didn't have any. I and and this uh, now you're gonna make me cry. You know, I I think about Tina. I think about you. There were people along the way who would say to me, "You're gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay." That was Tina's mantra. It's gonna be okay. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. She would just keep saying that. And I, and I know this. I, I borrowed that because I didn't have any hope. I didn't have any belief. I just borrowed it. Um, I borrowed it until Jesus came to Bethany. <laughs> yeah. And when he did, whew, everything changed. And he can do that. He do, That's what he does. When Jesus shows up in Bethany, Everything changes. Please reach out. What is it? www.ronandnicksbestfriend.com or ronandnicksbff at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. We love you. Jesus is beautiful. He is. He's beautiful. And he lives inside you. Yeah. You're, he, you're not, he, he, he never left you, right? No. He never did. You talked to him through the process. Didn't understand it, but you kept your faith, right? You were hearing things during the process? Uh, I was hearing from him, yeah. That's the weirdest thing. Like I, I could hear him. I was hearing him. He was saying things to me. He was saying profound things to me. I've got him written down. Um, and yet the situation did not change until it changed. Right. Like until he said the thing that was the, I guess, hey Lazarus, it's time to come out. 
You know, the four days in the tomb is over. Come on out. And when that happened, I came out. Uh, maybe this story is all just about that right there. Mm. Hey, we love you. We do. I, I, you have no idea how much we pray for the people that hear this thing. We love you. Thank you for listening. And please communicate. Let's make this a two-way conversation. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Ron and Nick's Best Friend Podcast, a show for anyone who needs a friend. Join us every week right here as we talk about who? Our best friend, the Holy Spirit. And if you want more information about him or the show, you can find it at www.ronandnicksbestfriend.com. And don't forget to subscribe. I think it's great. No, that's there's great stuff there. <laughs>